This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we talk about what made news, what didn't and some things that absolutely shouldn't have. I'm your host, Akansha Kumar, and joining me in the studio today, I have my colleague, Lasya Shekhar, who recently reported on the violence at JNU, which happened on the day of Ram Nomi. Also joining us online is journalist Sahil Murli Menghani, former host at CNN News 18, and currently the head of the fact-check unit at The Wire, whose recent reportage exposes the hypocrisy of Sudarshan News, whose reporter was seen heckling a staffer at Haldiram store for carrying, quote-unquote, Urdu writings on their food packets. Hello and welcome to both of you. The nine-day-long celebration of Navratri this year turned violent, with incidents of communal clashes being reported from at least Five states including Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, Jharkhand, Gujarat and West Bengal. There seems to have been a common pattern in these incidents where incendiary slogans were raised, certain kind of songs were being played. And given the fact that these processions were being carried out after a gap of almost two years of COVID-induced lockdown, the administration on the ground in these respective states should have been more vigilant, but something which was found absolutely missing on the ground. And before the ripple effect of this violence could be felt in the capital city of Delhi, we had hate-spewing channels like Sudarshan News already building the ground, trying to mislead its viewers by saying that carrying certain kind of labels actually amounts to misleading Hindus during the nine-day festival of Navratri. I will first let the viewers know what is it that went viral days before Ram Nomi, as a reporter of Sudarshan News, went to a store of Haldirams. This is not something which is a social or publicly I want to... It is, it is. How come? How come? It's my question. Your question is public. Your question is public. Your question is public. Why? No, 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 no. ऐसा क्या झूठ परोसना चाहते हो या छिपाना चाहते हो जिसको आपने ये उर्दू में लिखा है नहीं नहीं आप इनको समझाइए मत आप समझाने की जरूरत भी नहीं वी आर नॉट हियर टू टेल हर एनीथिंग ओके सो यू आर नॉट गोइंग टू टेल मी एनीथिंग आपको जो करना है मैम आप वो करिए बिकॉज़ दिस काइंड ऑफ टैंट्रम्स ना हल्दीराम्स आर नॉट गोना एंटरटेन एट ऑल हल्दीराम इज गोना टू प्रमोट इस तरह के टैंट्रम्स कर सकते हैं this is what this is not uh, going to hazard you uh, hazard from you like uh, as, as an any health uh, uh, habit or anything. how do i believe you ye urdu mein kyun likha hai aapne ye aapne urdu mein kyun likha hai now uh, sahil has done an investigation on this particular reportage of uh, and i should actually say quote unquote reportage uh, of sudarshan news um, and my first question to you sahil is how does your story actually establish that Sudarshan News is in fact bluffing its own viewers uh, by giving space to certain advertisements and uh, 
you have to uh, i would urge the viewers to make note of the fact uh, also watch uh, sahil's video report on this that a uh, sudarshan news which did an entire news segment uh, saying that haldi rams falahari mixture should not uh, carry quote unquote urdu label which by the way is arabic uh, writing does give space on a regular basis to certain products which also have arabic writings on their packets over to you sahil so as you uh, rightly pointed out um, uh, it's all about sudarshan's hypocrisy and that's exactly what i wanted to expose uh, i began looking at uh, i took the excruciating task of uh, first of all subscribing uh, to sudarshan news on my cable tv uh, which anyway team at news laundry does on a daily basis so hats off to you then i started monitoring sudarshan news on a 24 hour basis and my single line intention was to look at the kind of products it advertises on uh, on its own channel and thereby establish a link that those were also products which had the same urdu or arabic labeling so i looked at a series of products and one was dr ortho dr ortho is produced by a company called divisa divisa also manufactures three other products all four products run their their, their ads on sudarshan tv now dr ortho's packaging which is sold in india uh, has its name mentioned in urdu uh, so i i got it right there and then i contacted some of my friends in dubai saudi arabia qatar and kuwait uh, and 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 wanted to know if dr ortho is sold even there and they confirmed to me that yes it's available there it's imported from india to those countries now there are clear guidelines that if you have to import, export to gulf countries then their packaging should have arabic written on that and i did manage to find dr ortho's uh, uh, packaging which is exported from india to dubai uh, with arabic labeling and these are the same products which are being advertised on sudarshan so the story was done uh, and i and i thought that i've done the job and then i stumbled upon another um, advertisement which was running on sudarshan tv which was of its own wellness products so then i found that sudarshan also has a ayurvedic brand called sudarshan ayurveda and what really caught my eye was numbers which were which were flashing on the screen of sudarshan tv one was of pakistan that if if you want to order these products in pakistan dial in on these numbers but more than pakistan the country that really caught my eye was dubai because all the links were in a way related to dubai uh dr ortho was sold in dubai the haldiram packet which they picked up was also meant to be exported to dubai but was also available in the indian market companies do that they in a way manufacture a large consignment some of it is sent to dubai and the extra ones are sold back to india so i then started pursuing that particular angle then i pretended to be a dubai based uh, store owner in al fahidi market of dubai and uh, i established myself as as uh, a supermarket owner of an alternative medicine store in dubai and then started get pissed up and and got into a negotiation with sudarshan guys uh, now we have only put out a put out an excerpt of that investigation on on air but initially i tried getting the dialect and everything right and and uh, the moment i threw in the the bait that i would be ordering a huge amount of products from sudarshan ayurveda they got glued in and then i put a condition and my only condition was that those packets must have arabic on them and the moment they saw money coming in their way sudarshan ayurveda threw all their reservations for urdu arabic 
out of the window and they were ready to print anything on in any language on those products so we not just found products with urdu as well as arabic labeling being advertised on their channel but we also found they being the owner of a wellness ayurvedic brand in which when i pretended to be a dubai based store owner they were more than happy to in a way sell those products to me and put arabic or any other language on that just to mint money the question the the point of the investigation being clearly here that no language is wrong even urdu is one of the 22 official languages of india arabic is recommended by a government of india body which has put out guidelines that if you have to export products from india to dubai they must have arabic labeling so there's nothing wrong or surreptitious everything is fine the point of the investigation was to expose the hypocrisy the reality and the real hidden interests of these self proclaimed custodians of hindu religion and uh, india's self interest their reality stands there and even the response that has come in from sudarshan tv is once again uh, about oh you are attacking us because we raise issues of hinduism are bhai take a stand drop those advertisements tell us why 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 were you very keen to throw out uh, all your reservations about any language when you saw money coming your way so this is the reality and i hope people will understand uh, sooner or later that uh, these channels do not care do not care about your emotions about your religious sentiments or for that matter anything but and but just money right and uh, what actually struck me in your video report is uh when you begin by saying that uh going uh by their own uh, standards of reporting so darshan news uh, should probably boycott uh, itself and uh, uh rightly so as your story uh, proves and uh, we will talk about more uh or uh, about why you know uh, the food packets have uh, arabic labeling the rationale uh, behind carrying uh, such labelings uh, which is part of the export policy uh, so that consumers are aware of the product and uh, its ingredients we'll also talk to sahil about uh, his interaction with one of the employees of sudarshan ayurveda and how uh, an entire comedy of errors unfolded as if the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing uh, with this particular representative of sudarshan ayurveda agreeing to uh, supply products in arabic writing my next question to you uh, sahil is that uh, uh, you know in this particular case it is not a random uh, facebook page but a full fledged news channel that is uh, spreading fake news as someone who is uh, heading a fact check unit uh, at a newsroom how much of your attention really goes uh to certain or uh, you know or such news channels that actually thrive uh, on spreading uh, venom and hatred uh, most of the time through such unsubstantiated piece of news uh, a major major portion of our intention and uh, first of all of course news laundry has been doing a splendid job for over a decade now focusing just on news portals um our fact check unit of course looks at statements by those who are in positions of constitution but my personal interest since i come from this industry and i definitely feel that a profession that we all have given so much to has been ruined by these rotten apples then it's our moral duty to in a way also expose some of the muck that and a lot of muck that exists in our own fraternity and uh, so i personally take a lot of interest in in monitoring 
uh, in the news portals. And uh, already there are investigations which we have in a way uh, initiated. We have got leads. The intention uh, is very clear that if these news channels are going to go uh, hyperactive about any issue, then we are going to test them on the very same parameters, be it of those editors, be it of those news anchors, which go on uh, national television in prime time and expose so much venom and hatred, as you rightly pointed out, uh, to crores and crores of viewers. Again, we don't know the number because our TRP system is so, so uh, rotten in, in itself. But, but again, it's a huge audience. And so we are going to keep a very close tab on these where the single line of thought would be to, to get inside those newsrooms and, and find exactly those same links which they preach about on national television. Now, they could be in the form of a sting operation. They could be in form of uh, getting a document which exposes their hypocrisy. Uh, we know so many news anchors. We know so many editors who are, in a way, uh, involved in so many other businesses. And these businesses have affiliations which uh, otherwise would be regarded as uh, impure by these very same news anchors. So we want to focus on that as well. And also, uh, you know, there was one particular tweet when this video had gone viral, which caught my attention, uh, wherein someone, uh, without taking the name of the reporter, said that, you know, she happens to be my uh, junior from uh, the journalism school. And this is a message that I've sent her that, you know, don't get manipulated uh, by certain people or certain editors who would ask you to do certain things. You need to sort of uh, apply your own uh, mind. And in this particular case, this reporter has also stepped out without uh, doing any kind of research. Um, what I would also like to point out to our listeners is that uh, the editor-in-chief Suresh Chavanke, uh, who heads the Sudarshan News uh, ch channel, has also been uh, at the center of several controversies. Uh, he has also carried out a program in which he alleged that uh, since more number of Muslims uh, were inducted uh, during the IES exam, therefore there has to be some sort of discrepancy in the civil services exam, something which was condemned vehemently by as many as 90 uh, former bureaucrats as well. Uh, Suresh Chavanke is also known uh, to participate at uh, a re various religious events and has uh, been uh, shown on camera, on record, uh, giving hate uh, speeches as well, in which Delhi police uh, actually gave him a clean shit uh, just a few days ago. This is uh, in connection with an incident last year. Uh, and my question to you, Sahil, is that if you can first, uh, you know, clarify to our listeners uh, for once and all, uh, why do certain food packets contain Arabic uh, writings. What is the standard policy on this? So the standard policy is by a body, uh, which has been mentioned in our report. Uh, that body is uh, of belongs to the government of India, and that body actually monitors the uh, the export of all food products that happen from India to several other countries. In one of the clear pieces of documents which it has put out on its website as well. It gives out clear guidelines on what should be done when you are exporting food products from India to Dubai, uh, to UAE. And it very clearly says that name, labeling, uh, all the instructions, expiry date, manufacturing date, essentially everything that's mentioned on the back of, uh, of, of any food packet 
should also be mentioned in Arabic, which is the local language there. So these are the rules. These are very clear rules, as I said, and there is absolutely nothing wrong if Arabic is published on it. Now, of course, there are some export packs uh, which exceed the amount of number of packets which a company ends up exporting eventually to other countries. So certain part of those products are also released in local market. So you, it's not a big deal if you find mm, a food packet with Arabic labeling being sold in India. Uh, just go to the market and you will find those products. Exactly uh, what happened with Haldiram's Palhari Namkeen as well, it had Arabic labeling. Now, another point, Akansha, which uh, was raised by Sudarshan in, that in, in, in its uh, original report was, that why is it only Falari Namkeen, which is meant to be consumed by uh, Hindus during the festival of Navratri, had Arabic labeling and not other packets of Haldiram? Now, we it didn't take us much effort to find that even Haldiram's Khatta Meetha Namkeen, for instance, or Moong Dal had Arabic labeling. But, uh, but Sudarshan didn't care to put in research. It's not that they didn't want to put research, but uh, if they would have, then their narrative would, uh, would, have, would have fallen on its face. And also the packet which has been picked by uh, Mr. Suresh Avnake in his hand has English on the top of its packet. So what's, what's the big deal? Now, if they are saying that this is wrong, then please go to the government of India and ask the rules to be modified or don't, do not, or, or just say that we are not going to export any products. Now, India happens to be one of the biggest exporters. Uh, sorry, UAE seems to be, uh, happens to be one of the biggest importers of India's products. So do you want to lose out on that money? Now, they, they are more than happy if you, I, or anyone else loses out on money. But when it comes to their own deals, it's always money which takes the front seat. Once again, as uh, uh, we have highlighted in the report as well, there is nothing wrong or illegal with either Urdu or Arabic. These are rules. And so please go after those rules. Do not go after these individual markets. And also, I don't think so. their intention is just to target a few brands, Haldirams, etc., whatever. If you look at the overall coverage of Sudarshan, be it on this issue or anything else, they want to attack everything and anything remotely associated with the identity of being a Muslim in India. That's their whole game. So Urdu or Arabic, it doesn't matter to them. If it's in that lippy, if it's in that transcript, which even remotely identifies with any symbol of being a Muslim, they would attack. That's exactly similar to even other, other things that they run. But in their hatred for Muslims, uh, what they end up doing is they end up creating a lot of chaos and bring a lot of bad image uh, to the Indian market uh, that they do not realize. And then their own hypocrisy, when, they, when it comes to their own products, when it comes to their own money, they are ready to throw all, uh, all of these considerations out of the window. I hope people realize this, that all the onus of being a Hindu or being a true in, uh, Indian is being put on you, the viewer, you, the consumer, not on these owners. That's exactly not just what Sudarshan does, but even some of the political leaders do. That's exactly even other editors and other news channels do. I hope people realize that they should stop spending time on, on, on these hate-filled news items in which even the preachers, the anchors are not standing for the same principles they seem to be claiming and preaching about. And one last clarification and something that I wanted to understand based on your findings was that since an employee of Sudarshan Ayurveda agreed uh, to supply products with Arabic labeling, uh, do they have like a market in UAE and other like countries and do they actually actively supply products with Arabic labeling and therefore it, it's even like a double whammy that they are just completely 
uh, misleading uh, viewers in the name of religion so right now if anyone who's listening to this podcast on news laundry can go to amazon's uh, dubai website or carry for it's a it's it's like a big basket of uh, dubai uh, or desert cart they can go on these portals and type in some of the names of sudarshan ayurveda products and they will find those products available on those portals and on on television screens of uh, sudarshan itself they keep flashing these numbers that if you are from pakistan whatsapp us on this number if you are from dubai whatsapp us on this number if you are from saudi arabia whatsapp us on this number so the countries and uh, a majority population of these countries that is muslims that they call they uh, that they make absolutely no uh, confusion about in declaring as uh, as anti human or or anti uh, anti indians they are more than happy to do business with the same community so aise nahi chalta na you have to at least stick to your own stand which anyway is wrong but uh, they will never stick to that stand so even if you are in the business of spreading hatred uh, at least some ethics should have been followed <laughs> but even there they have double standards yeah, um, yeah. lasa do you have any question for sahil yes uh, it was a fantastic report sahil i loved watching it i just want to know what has been the feedback to your report thank you uh, so yeah feedback uh, has been great uh, it's about to touch uh, i think half a million mark if you look at the cumulative views and it's still going viral on twitter uh, we are in fact in the process of putting a hindi version out of it as well because a lot of comments came in saying that please put it in hindi because that's the language uh, which at least viewers and consumers of channels like sudarshan tv are more comfortable with so we are doing that and and of course mr suresh uh, chabnake and his entire family by the way uh from his uh, there is not a single member in his family which has not responded to that uh, story on twitter but none of them have responded to the two main points raised in that report a will you drop these ads will you boycott these products or will you apologize now that you know that this is a normal practice which you yourself were, were more than keen they have not responded to that all they are saying is oh because sudarshan is raising issues of hinduism look this this brigade is is after us this shows that sudarshan is on the right path so this is how they fool the viewers now there is only so much that we can do i hope viewers can now see at least ask ask your own uh, editors and news uh, anchors that boss you keep telling us that you stand for hindus that you stand for anything which is against muslims that's what their audiences enjoy right they enjoy everything and anything which is against muslims so please as as akansha said please have some ethics i think their viewers should ask them take a stand so i put out put out a tweet and asking him to take a clear stand do not divert issues the, the single question is will you drop these ads or not now the family has gone silent on that i'm still awaiting a reply from them on on that particular question <laughs> and and this investigation uh once again uh tells us why we need to be wary of ad dependent news uh media uh which is why we at news laundry say uh support independent media and pay to keep news free you can support news laundry you can support the wire and other news organizations that are doing their bit uh, in terms of bringing uh, truth in the public domain 
and before you leave uh, sahil uh, as part of our last segment uh, would you like to share any of the recommendations uh, with our listeners any book you have read any video or movie you watched i can i can i be shameless kanshan uh, and plug my own series because we have just started with this sure, <laughs> sure. Called, go ahead yes please it's called text and balance and we publish uh, uh, we try to publish at least two or three uh video based fact checks uh, on uh, on uh, the wires youtube channel and the intention is that of course the fact checks are being done by several organizations and uh, one organization is not enough my intention since i come from a broadcast uh, background since i come from a video background my intention is to make these fact checks interesting uh, not that that it should be a prerequisite when you put out good pieces of journalism but uh, if you want to widen your audiences and if you actually want to penetrate into the market which is actually consuming a lot of this fake news because it has great entertainment value so why should we miss out on that so the word is not really entertainment but uh, to make it engaging to make it interesting like this one also had that plug which which would which would get people hooked on oh sudarshan is doing this so in a way just to make it very engaging and make it video based because we see what uh, what these fake news peddlers do when when something is just in the format of a document or a long article they just pick on the headline and and then they say oh this is this is again what you're saying is fake but if you get something on video i think it just increases the reach mass and also the influence of what we are trying to say uh, so that's the intention so people please check that out uh and of course uh, since i've been shameless i'll uh, compensate it by saying that uh, for everything uh, great as far as being the watchdog of uh, what was supposed to be the watchdog of democracy news laundry please keep uh, watching their videos and series as well thank you so much sahil for joining reporters without orders thank you it's been a pleasure bye bye and that brings us to the second segment of this podcast where we'll talk to lasya about what happened on the day of ram nawmi at jnu a campus that has been uh, in midst of uh, several controversies especially after the bjp led government came to power i'll first uh, give a bit of background so on the day of ram nawmi uh, there is a certain hostel within the premises of a jnu called kaveri hostel where the entire puja was performed and uh, students from the right wing abvp didn't want that meat be cooked on that day uh, the day being one of the weekends uh, was scheduled to have uh, meat on its menu and there were certain rounds of negotiations that also happened uh, but were not enough to contain the violence and i'll first play out one of the videos uh, from the campus that night So Lasya my first question is that when you were uh, sort of trying to put the timeline of this incident in place between the left leaning SFI and the right leaning ABVP who was behind the trigger that uh, resulted in this uh, violent clash uh, this time around So let's just go through the incident so that will give a clear picture of what has happened So we all know about the Sunday cl- uh, clash between two groups even though a lot of students would not agree that it was a clash it was an attack by the right wing is what they say so two days before the Sunday incident or two to three days before the incident a poster was put up above the hostel board of Kaveri hostel declaring the puja on Sunday so according to the hostel college rules 
putting up posters on the hostel board like you know like uh, on the entrance board is not allowed so few of few students have actually you know on the whatsapp group of the hostel have declared that it is not right to do so and it ha- it should be removed and there were verbal exchanges proposed that we have the proof of it so the right wing now says uh, the abvp people say that they were some of the left students they have said that they would put bones in the puja prasad and that's why they were you know asking not to include meat on sunday but they were also not very clear on their stand like few students said yes we were like kya hoga what would happen if uh, meat is not eaten for one day but few other people like including the abvp president was saying no we we did not have any such uh, restrictions we did not war, we did not do any of those things is what he says so but still going through the uh, timeline initially it was the poster which was put up by a group of students whom AB, abvp alleges are not part of their group but a common uh, residents of the hostel secondly on um, saturday abvp members have asked the mess manager to cancel uh, the delivery meat delivery the next day and not cook the non veg that has also triggered the uh, verbal exchanges between bo- both the groups so i would say that it was the aggressive uh, it was the aggression of the abvp members that triggered it um there was one particular photo of a female student uh, which actually caught the attention of everyone on the day of the incident and sos messages were being sent out there were uh, repeated calls uh, from uh, you know the former and the current jnu student union leaders aisha ghosh and others what was the response of the vice chancellor in this particular case who has recently taken over uh, as in charge uh, of the university and also uh, seems to have a certain inclination uh, do you really feel that whatever decision was taken by the college administration uh, was an appropriate one so on the day of the incident the vice chancellor had reached the spot and asked the students not to conduct any sort of religious activities religious events in the hostel premises uh, the next day a fact finding committee was constituted with the warden and students dean and others they are yet to come up with a detailed investigation the warden had told me that they are going through videos you know like from there are from both the parts there are videos the abvp also claims that their members were assaulted too so there is a, there are a lot of allegations so the warden says that they have to go through all the videos and come up with a conclusion but a statement released by jnu register ravikesh says that uh, it was the occasion of ram navmi and havan was organized by the students in the kaveri hostel and there were students who were objecting to this the wardens and the dean of students tried to pacify and the havan was concluded peacefully despite this some group of students were not happy with this and soon after at the time of dinner a ruckus was created over there and heated arguments were followed by altercation between both the groups in the kaveri hostel my final question to you uh, lasya is that jnu has been in news for the last couple of years uh, so much so that uh, even leaders like smriti irani union ministers have not missed an opportunity to lash out at the varsity even in parliament uh, there are certain sections of media which uh never shy away or even miss an opportunity to refer to the students as tukre tukre gang uh 
while you were covering the story uh, and while you spent time within the campus uh, how much of this ideological divide is evident which i feel is also a subset of what we are witnessing across the country as well because that rabid kind of religious uh, divide is something that we are all faced with on a daily basis how much of it uh, did you see within the campus any particular anecdote which comes to your mind where you thought that uh, this was probably not my idea of india yeah i think whatever happening is jnu is is a reflection of what is happening in the country right now uh, right wing groups could make inroads to many of the universities but jnu remains a bastion it to be breached and according to many narrations uh, i have spoken to some students who have told me that it it's a fact that jnu still remains is dominated by the left groups the student unions there are a lot of left groups in it but now the right wing is slowly taking over they are focusing on the undergraduate students the students from the languages and their influence is seen among it uh, among those students and another thing i witnessed was you know like there were there was march by the left wing groups after the sunday uh, incident and the abvp people were also there participating in the march just to check what is happening how it is going and the security guards were on their toes all over to ensure that it would not evolve into another violence so that was not what was happening in jnu few years back is what students had told me right and uh, uh listeners if you are hearing this podcast on itunes a stitcher or any other podcast platform i would request you to go to newslaundry.com and check out some of the other stuff we do such as ground reports interviews and uh reports as well uh and that brings me to our final segment where we uh share recommendations for our listeners so lasya would you like to go first what is your recommendation for this week so i would like to recommend a series called the last kingdom it is a it's a story of a young saxon boy utrid who is captured by the danes when they attack the saxon kingdom he learns the ways of the danes and grows to be a valiant warrior but as he grows older his loyalties are put to test the series has amazing cinematography and engaging war action sequences and is based out of series of novels written by bernard cornwell right and finally i'll uh, share my recommendations and uh, i would urge uh, all of you to please take a look at two of the ground reports that i have filed recently uh, from rajasthan where we have tried to highlight the caste divide in the backdrop of a horrific murder of a 28 year old health worker jitendra mekwal and my uh, final recommendation would be this movie that i watched recently called operation finale uh, which actually uh, delves into how uh, israel managed to catch hold of adolf eichmann the man who was responsible uh for the massacre of jews uh, under uh, hitler's regime and why israel decided to give him a fair trial and let him meet the consequences of his doings uh so do check out these videos and uh, movie whenever you have time 
it is quite unfortunate that uh, most of the time during our reports and in podcasts as well, uh, we land up uh, discussing so much about Hindu-Muslim divide and religion, but such is the political climate that kind of requires us not to uh, focus so much on issues that really matter, be it roads, be it water supply, be it overall development. Uh, and therefore, week after week, uh, we try and bring stories to you uh, that help us understand our ecosystem better. Uh, keep listening to Reporters Without Orders podcast. And on that note, this podcast is adjourned. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.